One, two, three, four, I'm testing.
Mm. I might have some uh, music in the background. I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> Is it going to go? It just says you're in the show. Everyone can see and hear you, so I'm talking. It's like I want to start the cam, but then I'm just like, it's not going to be, you know, on the live feed. Is he going to message brother? Oh, he just messaged me. Let me see what it says. He said, uh, I'm sure the video, dude, this already on Facebook player. We is good. Let me go ahead and thumbs up to that. I haven't ever used a uh, StreamYard before either, so y'all might need to check that out uh, if y'all can hear him. Uh, he said the basic plan is free, you know. So, hey, if it's something y'all might like, hey, check it out. I didn't know about it, you know, but it'd be so many different, you know. Stuff. Okay. 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 To yet another episode of ADQ's Renaissance. I'm your host with the most, keep the hundred from coast to coast through God. I boast a D Q. Today is Sunday, oh, yeah. January the thirty first. Let oh snap, last day of the first month of the year, twenty twenty one. Today is Sunday, January. The 31st, 2021. We have a dope, incredible, packed, wonderful, powerful, life-changing uh uh episode show 
uh, all had for you. I'm being silly. I'm being silly. Anyway, <laughs> hope everybody is doing well. Hope everybody is staying safe. Hope everybody is staying warm. It is cold out there. Um, it is a wintry mix. Well, the the North Carolina version of a wintry mix outside. But that's what's going on today, y'all. Today we got a dope episode. Like I just said, so I was just reminding y'all of the dopeness that over that relies within the episode that we are about to get into. But before we do, I just want to remind you all that tomorrow night, tomorrow night, um, six o'clock, sips and scripts. You will hear the worldwide premiere of my play. The, the Immaculate Mind of Mr. Oboye. My play, The Immaculate Mind of, the Immaculate Mind of Mr. Oboye. I'm talking about Caleb Kurz, Adrian Acanum. Finally, I get the word with Adrian Acanum. Carmen Deese, Ron Royster, Luisa Cortez. Yo, yo, I got the cream of the cream of the cream of the crop, my people. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Also, if you are watching this... Go to my YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Please hit that subscribe button. I'm trying to make some money off of y'all. Hit that subscribe button so I get paid. And I ain't going to share none of that with y'all. I'm joking, of course. Um, also, also, yesterday, brother Brad Born King Simmons of the Soul Society blessed me with this here alkaline water. This water is freaking delicious you know what i'm saying this is straight from the ground no purification no groundwater no uh additives sub substantives substantives ain't even a word but uh ain't nothing in there that you know would completely compromise your health so check it out alkaline water check out the soul society for that also if you want to get up on your knowledge on how to deal with the prominent black boys in your life. I highly, I highly suggest um, checking out Reginald Williams, brother Reginald Williams's book, A Marginalized Mind. It will give you a good, good, good understanding of why a lot of a uh, a lot of black boys operate and behave the way they do. Um, not generalizing, not painting with a broad stroke. But, you know, why do we do a lot of things that we do? Why do we listen to the type of music we do? Why do we regurgitate the type of um, the type of lyrics that we may that we that we may or may not hear? There's lots of reasons, not just music. You know what I'm saying? A lot a lot of us black boys are drawn to masculinity. So as I get my ear straight. So seeing what we may grow into at least this was me back as a youngster what we may grow into um what's the word i'm looking to I lo what's the word i'm looking for that you know inspires us to some degree so um a marginalized voice by Reginald williams check it out now now that we've now that i said all that Let's get into this conversation, shall we? Now, I'm about to bring in my guest. This young man is one of the newest rappers from Winston-Salem, the Trey Foe. Trey Foe is in the building. 
He is here to spread the word of the gospel through his rhyme so that it reaches the elders and also the youth. Both of them need it. Both of them need it. We all know that. Um, sorry, he started doing music in 2008. Dang, that's a long time ago. With part of his family. He found a different path in under seven years on his calling to do God's work and save and win souls. Inspired by the music from inspired by music from a young age, he looks to strive to continue his family tradition of music in a whole new light and trust and believe that he has angels behind him. Releasing his first, first number one album. His first album, debut album. Rookie Year album, Strange City. He takes his spin, as you have heard the song before. He takes his spin on life experiences, which also lessons, which are all and also lessons they learned along the way that most humans may see. Also gives them a path of what's to come and how to be prepared for the next stage that most people miss. And he believes the sun will shine again. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to ADQ's Renaissance. That's right. This brother's part of the two-time club. The two-time club. Please welcome back to ADQ's Renaissance, Mr. Dre Trinity. Dre, what up, brother? What's up, man? Thank you for having me on the show. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I can hear you. I can see you. Your presence is very much prevalent, sir. How you doing? Man, doing good, man. Just uh, like I you know, said a little earlier to you in the message, working, um, trying to focus on the next album, actually. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if I want to do a mixtape. <laughs> I need to do a mixtape, you know? I got so many, uh, you know, tracks lined up, but um, just trying to figure out where to plan them at, you know, where to put them at, and you know what to do. So, um, just really taking a step by step, man, and working and just taking care of family in this uh, pandemic that we're living in. So, you know, hope you staying safe too, brother. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, this quarantine has helped me bring out my introverted side, like for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been times where I would be like, see me, I'm extroverted. There'll be times where I won't want to go out, but then I'll be like, eh, but I might spend money. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to wear that mask over my face. Right. Uh you're trying to skip all over that. You know what I'm saying? It's just not, it's it's not cool, man. I mean, even working on the job, man, with the mask on, dude. I'm telling you, you get tired, you get more winded. You just feel like, you know, basically like somebody just covering your mouth like this, you know what I'm saying? The whole time. The whole time, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. it's like I have to breathe extra hard when I'm talking. I'm like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> like, come on now. Hey, what's up with you? Yeah, yeah. And then they ask you to go to another floor. Can you go up to this floor? Uh, look, I'm already winded. Like, what you? I'm good. Yeah, I'm mask. Right. <laughs> hey, we got to. You know, my uh, you know, my cousin gave me a mask not too long ago. Um, shout out to Ice Cold, man. He gave me a mask. Man, this dude, this dude gave me one of the masks that when you talk, it's like the electronical mask. So every time you move your mouth, it act like you know you're talking and stuff. It's dope. I was like, what thing got? It got like uh, model lips on it. It got a regular line that you know squiggle when you talk. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I was like, where you get this from? Because I seen it on one of his Instagram videos. And, um, you know, he, he just said, hey, man, pull up to the church, man, that practice. And he gave me one. He gave me and my sister one. So I got to use that in one of the videos, you know. <laughs> that's an upgrade. That, that's a massive upgrade from the type right. of mask that I use. Right, right. Not your typical strap, you know what I'm saying, with the, you know, the blue. And you got to squint your nose and stuff. The thing just yeah. slapped right onto your face. Yeah, like when I be trying to talk, to, talk through my mask, uh-huh. so you'd be like, what did you say? I can't hear you. I'm like, you cannot hear my voice. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hard hearing. It'd be hard hearing through the mask. I had to repeat myself plenty of times to people on the mask. I'm like, yeah, but still, this is a voice mm-hmm. that has been heard in freaking 800 seat theaters. Mm-hmm. And you can't hear me, and you right, and you like, <laughs> you're like, away from me. Yeah, <laughs> they do that, man. They do that. It's crazy. Hey, before you get started, hey, I went to um, I went to Bojangles to get me a little grill sandwich. Man, went through there, and as I was pulling off, I was like, you know, I had my mask on. I was like, yeah, you have a great day. And she was like, excuse me, you talking to me? I was like, yeah. I said, have a good day. <laughs> like oh I, I couldn't hear you i was like it's the mask you know that's what it is you know because i try and give them respect too because someone might still be trippy you know if you pull through without a mask they'd be like um no nah, we ain't we ain't rolling with that i mean they still gotta get your food but you know it just make people comfortable nowadays i can tell that you know the people that i talk to you know they just don't like to do the normal things you know without the mask on so i was like okay cool like my sister tried to give me a hug yesterday she had a mask, but I didn't. So I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you know COVID out here. Give me the elbow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she was like, I got a mask on. I was like, yeah, but I don't. So, you know, which, you know, I, I was just joking with her. But she probably was like, mm. She probably rolled off and was like, he ain't give me no hood. <laughs> so, you I know. I mean, she's being, <laughs> she's being your sister your entire life. I'm pretty sure that she'll go. She'll be all right going one day without a hood. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yo, um. So yo, last time you was on, you was on with GP, uh, GP, and that's where we got the introduction of you. So we don't need. So and also, I just read your bio, so people know who Dre Trinity is. Yes, sir. But what I want to know real quick is where did the Dre Trinity name come from? Um, I came up with it because um, I had I got actually a picture. I ain't, ain't gonna switch it over to it because. You know, I ain't trying to station everything back up, but I had an old rap name back in the day by Dre3K. And um, it was just more of just, just you know, I was on the the, the music side of Andre 3000 and stuff like that. And Who was? Yeah, you know, yeah well, you know, you want to be part of the Dre's, you know what I'm saying? Got to come up with that name. And, you know, I was like, let's just chop it down and put, you know, 3K to it. So that, you know, when I was doing that old music, you know, that's what I rolled with. And uh, watching my boys grow up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Tone and uh, Brandon, the twins, you know what I'm saying? Bradley and all them. Like, we all freestyled and stuff like that. You know, back in Georgetown where I was, you know, where I rose up at. And uh, I was just like, yeah, let me let me come up with a name. So I remember the, and the dude that wrote this drawing for me, and he did it nice. I, I just hope the brother doing good now. Um, I met him in class and he wrote this thing down. I got a microphone on it. I might post that, you know, later on just to, uh, you know, show people where it came from. But he just wrote Dre 3K out. 
And, you know, I told him to write it and I've been rolling through that name. But after that, you know, after going through my my battle with, you know, music and, um, you know, my vision and stuff like that, I kind of just, you know, seen a new light, seen a new vision and, uh, you know, had my calling. And um, I just changed the, you know, D3, you know, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You know what I'm saying? You can look at it that way. And um, I mean, it just it, it just hits deeper because I still want to keep that 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 three in there, you know. So I just feel like you know that's that's what changed everything for me. That new name for me, Dre Trinity. <laughs> it, it, it's a tight name, you know. It, it yes, sir. It's it's the type of name that you. It's the type of name to me that mm-hmm. um you could definitely brand, you know, because when you're in. in when you're in entertainment um, or any type of or any type of business that involves, you know, services and um, the supply and demand, things of that, you want to have a type of brand that stands mm-hmm. out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so you got Dre Trinity. Hmm. You got you got Dre. When I think about when I think about Dre, I think Andre from Outcast. I think Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Um. So who's this Dre? I think Cool and Dre. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Trinity? Dre? Right. And another thing that people didn't know, the D3, it stands for three letters. It stands for, well, not three letters, three words. Developing the mystifying direction. That's what it that's what it stands for. So mm. it's all just um, you know, trying to, you know, put that positive message out there to people, you know, that might not be listeners that that are listening don't know you know which route they want to go so it's just trying to put a positive message out there and that's what the music is all about you know it's not nothing you know that's saying that you know you're gonna fail or anything like that you know what i'm saying uh with all the names that we hear now you know what i'm saying you know little yahtzee little this you know youngness and you know i'm 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 saying my music through my name you know what i'm saying just trying to you know have a direction with it so you know and just demystifying and you know have a direction with it i mean people just i just feel like because i actually sat there for a minute because i remember the first day when i started writing you know certain names down and stuff like that i was mixing everything up at the moment i had my my album title it was a couple of good titles we had man and then i was like well i need to have the name first you know i was just jumping all over the board because i was just so excited about it i was like yeah i need to come up with an album so man i was and then the name came up i was like i should just stick with the same name people know me as that but i was like nah because that it just had like that money getting name to it you know what i'm saying 3k everybody want that gold everybody want that so but they ain't got no direction you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i was like let's put in you know developing you know what i'm saying because i developed it you know what i'm saying then you know the mystifying you know trying to you know defy all odds and stuff just trying to you know build through the stuff that we live through and and then it just got to have some direction. So, you know, I just came up with the name, man. And I asked my people about it. It was like, yo, that's that's nice. That's creative. Like, go with it, you know, if that's what you feel. And, you know, sat there and prayed about it. And, and uh, I mean, hey, we're here now. So. Nice, nice. Sure. Um, Now, let's get down to the meat of the matter. <laughs> the smoked turkey. The smoked turkey. Coming from vegetarian, pretty good. Coming from vegetarian, now. Uh huh. Yep. I love Winston Salem. 
I consider Winston-Salem to be my second hometown. Okay, Greensboro. Therefore, therefore, I have some type of I have some type of stock in the city, right? Mm-hmm. So I can, to some degree, call Winston-Salem my city, right? Right, right. I can lay claim to Winston-Salem because I lived there for eight years. Well, eight years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, get that thing. <laughs> That's right. What makes that beautiful city, the 34th District, the Camel City, the, 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 the Arts District, the fourth biggest city in all North Carolina, the Trey Foe, so the of Pam Greer, Maya Angelou, Dagon, Ninth Wonder, among others, the Black Theater Festival, the North Carolina School of the Arts, Winston-Salem Freaking State University. What makes the Trey Foe mm-hmm. a strange city? Mm. Man, that that right there, man, is the question that I get a lot, you know, from people. Um but uh I was actually I actually posted up a broadcast with uh well podcast with um Natman and Mr. GP too. But um one thing I can say about this is it's not only for just the Winston-Salem city, it's for everybody's city all over the world. You know, people are gonna be you know, focused on, you know, some of the words that I say, and they're going to be like, yeah, that might happen just in Winston, you know, or this might happen just over here, but once you come down and, you know, play the album, the whole album itself, you're going to realize that, hey, this is going around all around the world. So, once you go outside today, you notice the the hatred that you get, uh, white or black, um, you're going through a struggle you're going through a point in your life where there's people out there that's going to doubt you it's going to throw stones at you um it's violence it's more domestic violence it's more problems the you know and the government is you know half crazy this pandemic is going on so i feel like with me growing up i feel like i i remember the good days i actually talked with my sister last night about these it was like the good times when we used to grow up in the neighborhood and used to go outside and play and you know we'll come in about nine o'clock you know what i'm saying be safe and you know the next day we'll get up again and go outside play football we'll walk down get something to eat we'll go to you know we went through all kind of neighbors house you know what i'm saying because you know all the kids in the neighborhood you know we can have a good time and you can't get that no more and i know that a lot of people can relate to that you know what i'm saying a lot of people can say yeah you're right like now now we're focused on getting shot now a lot now we're focused on getting picked up by these sexual predators now we're getting you know targeted because we're black now we're getting targeted by dogs and you know it's 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 not it's not easy no more so it's strange you know what i'm saying it's strange when you can't do the norm you know what i'm saying and you see people slowly graduate to this 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 part of them where they want to be closed off they want to be masked up they want to be uh excluded from from everything else you know what i'm saying like you know people hit me up all the time and say hey you want to go out here hey i'll be strange too sometimes I'll be like yeah i don't, don't want to go out there you know what i'm saying i don't want to 
I don't want to do this. You know what I'm saying? Because your, your whole mindset has changed, you know, with everything that's going on. So uh, Strange City, man, like I said, it's, it's, it's not only just for Winston. <clears throat> the main reason why, you know, I, I speak about Winston, you know, because I'm from here. Um, you know, it starts with one voice and it travels out to the world. You know what I'm saying? So once people hear this message, they're going to say, yeah, that, that happens here, too. So. I agree with this brother. You know what I'm saying? He 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 actually understands where we come from and you know the things that we went through and it, it just it's all relating to the the title of the the album. So yeah. you know, I'll tell you this. Um, I listen to your album, right? Mm-hmm. Dope piece of work. Dope, 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 doubly dope piece of work. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. Um, in all your lyrics. You don't come across as this, I'm going to pound you over the head with the Bible until you yeah. think like I do type of Christian mm-hmm. or, or artist. Mm-hmm. You come off as, um, well, first of all, through the fact that you are like so positive. You're like the most positive rapper ever. You're more positive than Will Smith. <laughs> um switch <laughs> I think that I think that through your positivity the message that you give is like it's like yo this is me I'm also from this particular I'm also from this particular city I see what's going on in the city and I can relate I've seen it I've been through it myself right mm-hmm. one uh track that one track one of my favorite tracks is uh black america mm-hmm. no one because i dropped a song back in 2009 called black america black america mm. but it doesn't yeah. sound nothing like yours so i'm not accusing him i'm not accusing you of biting <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> please don't please don't please don't <laughs> but you are taking you are taking a very socially conscious turn in that one Right. Mm-hmm. So there are there 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 there's Christian group there's Christian groups especially here in the Bible Belt who will run from a socially conscious message in any uh, Christian platform. Right. Mm-hmm. What made you decide? I don't care, yo. Uh, this needs to be said. I mean. If you ever went through something like that, because a lot of I, I guarantee you, a lot of black folks, you know, will 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 probably, you know, some some people that I know probably will false claim some of these situations where they might say, "Oh yeah, I went through that. I went through that." You know what I'm saying? Or you know, I, I know what that feels like. You know what I'm saying? Um, black America came out right around the time when uh, you know George Floyd and you know, uh, Brianna was, you know, getting murdered and, you know, we started mentioning some of the other names that was out there. Um, it's, it was just so deep, you know, even in some of the lyrics, you know, I said some of the, the uh, people that lost their lives over silly stuff, man, like stuff that, that should never happen. Um, you know, back when it comes to the Bible and, 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 and saying what I said in the, the track, I think I feel like you know I prayed about. It. I said you know I want to make this a, a positive movement. I want people to understand that 
this is more deeper, you know what I'm saying, than just, you know, trying to just throw out anger. You know what I'm saying? I want to throw out lessons. I want to th uh, throw out common sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and you know, and, and one of the skits that I did on there, uh, my sister and them, they still tell me, they was like, I don't know how you did that. I just went in there and said what was on my mind. Uh, I, I mentioned one of the times where I came home, I went to the store and got me uh, some cigarettes and I have no license. You know, I was just driving. I was like, it's right down the street. Let's go get these cigs. And so I just went down the street, got the cigs, came back. Cop stopped me right on the same street to my mama house. So I'm right here at the stoplight. I mean, not the stoplight, the stop sign. I can see my mom's house right there. It's within 15 steps of me. Dude pulled me over, came to my car, was like, yo, um, uh, get your license registration. I was like, yeah, sure. He left, came back, and uh, he was like, yeah, it shows that this is uh, so-and-so's car. He said some kind of lady name or whatever, and I was like, no, I just, I, like, I bought this car. Like, it's mine. It's already paid out full, like, Everything straight. It's it's it was a Honda, you know what I'm saying? It was a, like a 1994 Honda. So I'm like, I'm good. Like he's like, well, it shows in the paper that you know, you know, you you know, you you're not driving. You know, you shouldn't be driving this car. It was just like so weird. I called my dad on the phone. He was like, well, just sit there, be calm, and you know, it's it just got to that point. Like my heart was beating. I was thinking, you know, wow, what could happen? You know, and uh. It just didn't make sense. I was more, you know, scared for my life. And this was like at a younger age, you know what I'm saying? And now, you know, I'm 29 now. So, you know, experiencing that, you know, it was more of just like what could happen, you know, and to grow past and, and to see all this stuff happening now is like, you know, it's nothing's being really said about it. You know, they just started the black movement. They just started all this. Um, I just feel like I, I have that voice, especially coming from Winston-Salem, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and back, you know, back to that car situation, I was, I didn't have my license, but somebody gave me a car that I could actually have. So that's why I was like, I can't drive the car, but I was like, it's mine. You know, when you get, when you get your car, I'll say, I'm gonna drive it. So, you know, to clear that up, because people might be like, so how you have your license? I mean, don't have your license, but you know, so. Um, it was just a scary feeling, man. And the dude was even confused himself. I was like, so do I still get a ticket? He just gave him a ticket and, you know, you know, went, had to pay the, you know, to park and pay the fine. You know, it's just crazy. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not no time for us to be quiet about stuff like this. It's time for us to speak up and actually let what is known, you know. And I feel like I feel like God will understand that he will understand that you're trying to do the right thing. I didn't say go out and and ask for trouble you know and in the song i said is this what you want and i kept on saying is this what you want is this what you want you know do you want this type of blood on your hands do you want these type of problems to to hit your families and stuff do you want this type of problem to to change everything that people you know really try and focus on when they go out to their daily lives because me and my sister like i said again was talking last night and we shouldn't we really shouldn't be like this, man. We was talking about how, you know, we went to school at a younger age and some of the things your parents want to, you know, you know, put in your heart and your mind is that if you don't be successful, 
you're gonna let a, a white man or some you know let them just overrun you you know what i'm saying and i was like yeah i mean i understand that you want to be the best you want to be you know good at whatever you at you know what i'm saying but you don't need to come in the door and say oh that person's over there is white i gotta be better than him you know what i'm saying because it is i just i don't feel that way i feel like come together look at them say hey we're here for the same reason we're trying to get to this a to b you know what i'm saying I wish you good luck, brother. You know what I'm saying? No matter where you from or who you are, we gonna, we gonna get out of here together. We gonna get out of here together alive. And a lot of situations is that the blacks don't make it out alive. It's always the white person that's making it out alive. So our lives has been shrank down to like atoms where they just like, yeah, who, who cares about that? So speaking up and putting black America out was something, you know, deep on my mind and deep on my heart to go ahead and put my voice in on that situation so you know i hope i <laughs> answer the question i ain't know i'm talking that long but <laughs> hey man yo i feel like uh there's i feel like there's some artists who i feel like there's some artists who you know go in the studio write a couple songs write uh write some words down that rhyme and Ooh. expect that to be a song and there's artists like yourselves who are very substantive who uh, have a whole story behind every track. Mm-hmm. And I thank you for sharing that because I can relate. Um, there, there's there been plenty. There, uh, I have multiple times where I've been shot by police. But one thing that was very, one thing that was very heartbreaking to me was um, I remember like back in 2014 when the whole Michael Brown thing was going down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to Calvary Baptist. You know Calvary Baptist, right? I heard. I heard. Yeah, big church over country mm-hmm. club. Yep. Yep. I was like, I was uh, now number one. Uh, the pastor there, Doctor Rob Pierce, great preacher, great teacher, great one of the greatest ones I've ever I've ever seen. He knows the word very well. He can mm-hmm. teach very well. But the Bible study group that I was sitting in. And this was like my first taste of how white evangelical Christians have no clue what to be me and you, right? Right. So we're like, yo, yo, that cop was in the wrong, for real. Fire that dude, whoop his behind. Uh, the lady who was in Bible study was like, he was just doing his job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you how bad I want to call her the B word. <laughs> I was in her. Oh, you wanted to go off, man. You wanted to just say, look, that's crazy. I once was leaving another Bible study, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and me and the dude that I was riding with were talking about what happened to Trayvon Martin. Mm. He said, as far as I'm concerned, two men got into a fight. We'll never know what else happened. I said, come on, man. I know what happened. It's the mm-hmm. same thing that always happens. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing that always happens. Sad thing about this is it involves a 29-year-old man getting his butt whooped by, by a 17-year-old kid 
And he's so mad that he got his butt whooped that he had to kill him. Mm-hmm. So that has caused a disconnect between me and a lot of evangelical Christians because, because I don't think that God would have a problem with someone use with a Christian artist using their platform to talk about what's going on. Mm-hmm. This is more of a wake up call for me, you know. As far as I'm concerned, that 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 that, that is the gospel. Mm-hmm. So I say kudos to you for putting that song on your on, on your on your album. Mm. I'm telling you, man, that was one of and you know, shout out to my sister and uh my cousin Ice Cold, man. They both, you know, joined in on it. Um actually before I you know, came up with that, man. I was, I had, I had the 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 song produced and everything like that by uh, Tone Jones. Um, you know, he, I found it on his page, man. It just, it just hit different, especially as soon as you hear it. You got the cop noises and everything like that. I was like, ain't no way that I'm gonna, you know, get away from that message that is already telling me, you know, um, dude saying, you know, don't shoot. You know what I'm saying? You know that have that feel. Of you know being surrounded, being cornered, being being kept quiet, you know. So I, I mean, most people probably take a song like that and and make it into like a drug deal type of song, you know what I'm saying? Don't shoot, don't shoot. You know, it can be like some thug music, you know. And I just felt like, yo, I gotta get that. I gotta get that song, man. So you know, we came together. Um, the hook itself, man, was something that I was definitely shocked about because. I had a whole different hook the way it sounded, you know, then today. It was, uh, I played it for uh, Mr. GP, and uh, man, this dude came back. He was like, Yo, you sound like me. <laughs> you sound like me because I was going in there. The, the vocals was just right, dude. I'm telling you, I sounded like Mr. GP in there, man. And uh, we both chuckled about it today. So, um, I just, and I sat back for a minute because I wasn't ready for it to begin with. I just knew that my heart was uh, really heavy, you know, with the situation, excuse me, that was uh, going on. You know, the whole time that I'm writing this song, I'm just seeing more and more, you know, cops shooting, you know, our, our, you know, our family, our bloods, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it just was like, yo, this, this song really got a hit. So, um, you know, I thank, you know, my sister and my, my family for, you know, coming through. We sat here countless number of days um, off and on just to sit down in the room together and figure out what's the plan, what's the idea, what's the vision for. And it just came to be, man. Well, yo, it did hit. It, it was a powerful song. Very powerful song. Now, before I ask you about another song, I want to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Yo, beat selection, man. The beats on the... <laughs> All of them slap. Please, <laughs> it's them beats, man. Name uh, the name some of the producers who name the ten producers who gave you those ten hot songs on your album. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you this: it's not ten; it's just two. And actually, um, it's it's a uh, Tone Jones. I'm pretty sure you know Tone Jones. You you heard the Tone Jones. You ain't heard of Tone Jones? What? No, that yeah, you gotta go to him of uh, the official Tone Jones on Instagram. Definitely go um 
Look him up. Dude got some fire. He still got some fire on there. Now I'm saying I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna definitely be back. Um, I actually just uh, joined in to the uh, the family circle that he has. If you join on to his family circle, you get a free beat. Um, so shout out to Tone Jones, man. Um, he did he did basically nine of those tracks on there. Uh, the tenth one is coming from uh, Florida, uh, Kingdom Beats. Actually. Two came from him, but one of them I didn't make it on there. I just said I, I just I just couldn't put it on there during the time it wasn't ready. But um, he came out he came out with the one with Mister me and Mister GP on there, honest and um, from from Florida. So, uh, let me get my get my words right. Um, Kingdom Kingdom Beats, Kingdom. white guy from Florida came up with that that honest beat. I said yo. I remember messaging him. I said, yo, brother, we got to get this this music going on. So, I mean, definitely without those those two dudes right there, I mean, I'll probably be going to, what, Bob's, Johnny Giuliano, um, some of the other beat producers out there. It's, it's just been so many, like, you go to Sound SoundClick, and they got all these producers on there. But Vibe and, and um, Johnny Giuliano is what we used to mess with. Me, definitely me and Mr. GP back in the day. So uh, to find these guys, dude, it was just nothing but just a pure blessing, man. I was just like, yo, this this, this actually goes with my flow. This actually goes with my vision. Because, you know, when you sit there and listen to the songs, put your headphones on, you're just like, yep, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, baby. <laughs> I uh, want to... Dear three, um, dear three, they're going dear three. It, 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 it's playing in my head as we speak. Yes, sir. Hold oh, on, let's go to the song real quick, man. Go to oh. <laughs> because go whatever, you, whatever you set out to accomplish with this song, you did. They're gonna uh, go to it. Bear with me. Go to it, man. That's actually one of the first songs I uh, came out with to start the album off. It was three songs I did. Hey, on top of email. Now, what was you saying, Drake? Now I said that's that's part of the, the the three set I had when I went to the studio. It was Brighter Day, um, Dear Three, and then I worked on. Oh, what was that? I worked on. It was the Strange City, the 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 intro. That was the three first songs that I started out working on. Let's get to the Oh. What? <laughs> what I do, what you do. Yes, sir. Who is that singing? Man, my family thought it was my sister, man. It, it's not my sister. It's part of it's part of it's part of the Tone Jones production. He 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 added that in there. It's fire, dude. I was like. I should take it out and use a female singer, but it just won't hit the same, man. I, I ain't have the the right talent around me during the time. It was just all over there. That's it, man. That's it. Hey, I'm. <laughs> I'm be bumping that as soon as we get off, dog. As soon as we get off, I'm be bumping that. <laughs> well, you have every right. I mean, it is your song, and it is. 
fire. Uh, I, I do hope you plan on taking that to radio stations. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Trying to. My mom sure. came to me last night and told me, she was like, I've been calling these radio stations trying to get you on, baby. I said, Mom, I know. <laughs> it takes time. We got to we gotta come up with that, that positive plan, man, to push it out there. Speaking of pushing things out, okay, so when I hear Kingdom Hearts, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I hear a young brother, um, I can say that about you, Carlos, I got six years on you. Nah. Um, I hear a young brother who wants to go about his city and spread the word. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 you know Winston like I know Winston. Winston got a ton of churches, right? Mm-hmm. When, I'm sure Winston even got a couple people on a few on, on some corners, you know, giving the word. Mm-hmm. When I think about Winston Salem, I think about the 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 black history that comes along with Winston Salem that I never that I ashamedly uh, did not take the time to educate myself on when I lived in Winston. Like, yo, the Black Panthers did. Uh, did some great things there. Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street was in Winston Salem um, prior to integration. Prior to integration, uh, you're familiar with Winston Salem Transit Authority, right? I used to ride the Transit Authority all the time. <laughs> Claude Anderson, who grew up, who is the author of Powernomics, mm-hmm. Claude Anderson, powerful, powerful, powerful uh, elder. Um, he grew up in Winston. His family owned a bus line, a black-owned bus line. Bus after bus after bus after bus. Prior to integration, you know what I'm saying? That bus line was thriving. And I look at Winston Transit Authority. I'm like, man, we gave up this beautiful black-owned bus line for this. Mm-hmm. So, all of that to say. You see the amalgamation of a city that Winston-Salem is, right? Mm-hmm. You want your stamp on Winston-Salem to be spreading the word. With all of the churches that with all of the churches that's already in Winston. Like, come on, man. There's more there's more churches in Winston than there it is. is. It is a lot of churches out here. A ton. I, I know. I know about three around me right now, and I just be like, "Oh wow, you know." Three. Mm-hmm. Now, now, um, I want to talk about all them churches. In a, uh, I want to talk about the fact that there's so many churches in a minute. But I want to know what is your approach, uh, besides besides music, and you know, spreading the word, spreading the gospel, spreading love, spreading hope to Winston-Salem and, you know, wherever God will put you? Um, definitely um, spreading the word and just spreading. Without spreading the word, man, You most people will probably give up. They'd be like, you know, especially people that like me or you, you know, we probably think like, oh, the word is all we got. You know, people that might not even know of other options to go. Um, one of my options is, is feeding the homeless. Um, me definitely being on the transit authorities you know line i mean just me being down there and people still coming to you like right in the heart of the city so 
you know, people come to you, they ask, you know, for money. People might need something to eat and stuff. And I always, you know, I always try and help out in a way. Um, and, you know, going to the, the homeless shelters, uh, Bethesda Center, um, Samaritan Ministries. Um, that's that's another part of, you know, why I knew that, you know, giving back is another way of just showing that, you know, you care and, and you know, God's on your side, dude. I'm, I remember just... You know, when I was in the process of being locked up, I did um, I did time, you know, downtown, but I had my community service done at the Samaritan Ministries and the old building right there beside churches. So um, uh, me going in there, I mean, you know, as a young head, you probably go in there like, man, oh, let me get this over with. I got 24 hours, you know, 48 hours, whatever. You know, let me get this crap out the way. And uh you know, just, just going in there and, you know, you seeing people, talking to people, hearing their stories, hearing um, they struggle, what they go through. You know, you start having that feeling of like, hey, like your your life must have been crazy, you know. And I'm sitting in here making my life crazy, trying to do, you know, stupid stuff. So at a certain moment when you realize that you can all come together and kind of talk to one another and appreciate each other's time. So, you know, not only is it to, you know, just go to church, but just to love, you know, your fellow man and to, you know, look around, you know, where you stay at, you know, uh, definitely look around where you stay at, make sure that you respecting other people. And, you know, it's just how we've been raised, you know, and, you know, most of us be raised that way, but we just lose our sight. We lose our focus with all the the drama and the the, the drugs, the drinking, the 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 the. Um, you know, sex, all that kind of stuff, every, everything, everything that can blind you from it. So, you know, that's one of the things that helped me out, feeding the homeless and and just giving back to the community. So it's not so for one thing, I love it. I love it. I love it. You have a beautiful view, man. Um but and, and it sounds like to me, you know, be among the people like 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 Jesus was. Mm-hmm. Not be behind pulpit, but be within the people, right? Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. You said because, that because because I'll be honest with you, man. I think that if I think that if Jesus Himself was to come to Winston Salem and see all them daggone churches, the scripture that says, uh, "Let there be no." Let there be no quarrels among you. Meaning, well, it doesn't mean don't let there be a quarrels among. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> uh, the tongue in cheek there is quarrels is my last name. Yeah, um, yeah. This, I was just thinking. I was like, oh, okay, I see, I see. Now the 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 the, the uh, it means like don't let there be no arguments, no separations right. among you. And I know, and I just can't help but feel like. When there's a city that has that many churches, somebody is thinking that they are a better preacher than somebody. Or somebody is thinking that their ministry is more popping than somebody else's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just that many churches in Winston just always tr- just always troubled me. Um, but but when you uh have your song Kingdom Hearts. You know, that's just, to me, that's just a reminder of what it's all about. Going out there, who cares about the pulpit? Who cares about, um, you know, three-piece suits, all of that? 
what yeah. it is is going out there showing love being being like the word says being a doer of the word not a hero of the word but the, but a doer of the word mm-hmm. that's what uh-huh. we try to do that's what we try to do man um i can speak on kingdom hearts man actually coming up with that one man it was it's, it was a beautiful um gathering i'm and that came from tone jones too man i sat there and um i started remembering yeah, tone the times where um when I grew up, I don't know if you had this game before, but they actually got a game called Kingdom Hearts. So, um, yeah, it's it's with it's and, and that's what I mentioned during the the you know the time of making a song, um, especially when I you know on the second verse when I start mentioning Donald Duck, Goofy, and stuff like that. That actually came from the game. In the game, you're supposed to have this key, and the world is filled with darkness. So. Um, basically you you're the you're the key holder and you go to different worlds and you actually put the light of the key into the dark hole and make it bright again you know so um and on the long side of you you're fighting alongside a goofy and donald so you know it's it's uh you know i i took that and plus the soundtrack itself if you go back and play the soundtrack of the kingdom hearts game and then listen to kingdom hearts itself it all you know, travels back to it. And me and my sister grew up on that game. So um, to this day, it's, it's one of her favorite songs, man. She just say, yo, Dre, she was like, I, I about broke down and cried doing this song. It was just, it just meant so much to me. And, um, you know, it's, it's it, it was a, it was just a blessing, man. Just to, just to see that actually trans, trans, you know, translate over to, you know, from years and years of, you know, playing the game. I actually gave up on the game a couple of times because I couldn't beat it. But, you know, I actually beat it. So, you know, it's just, it's all just an uphill battle, you know. So, you know, I just definitely appreciate, you know, Tone Jones again, you know, for producing that and that vision. Tone Jones, uh, you all are, you all are currently watching, you all are currently watching, listening to ADQ's Renaissance. This is my microphone. <laughs> um, ADQ. I am ADQ. My guest is Dre Trinity. We are currently talking about his hit, wonderful, powerful album, piece of work, Strange City. Now, um, now, that gonna get straight, man. <laughs> Gotta get trying it in. Trying to get used to this mic game. Um. Briar Day, man. Uh, I was just running. I was just running through these songs that I really, 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 really like. I mean, I like the whole thing. But before we get into Briar Day, I want to know something. What's your right? What's your writing process, right? How do you like come up with your rhymes? Cause I know me back in the day when I. When I would rap, sometimes I was just going to a studio or write something. Sometimes I would just have a beat playing in my head and I was just write, 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 write. Mm-hmm. How you coming with your rhymes? I write for one thing, I write fast. Before I used to think I write slow, but mm-hmm. I started writing more faster the more problems occurred because that's my way of just, you know, releasing the pen. That's the way of releasing my thoughts. Um, and still, I might even go back and say, 
oh, I might have been just a little tense right there. You know, let me bring it back. And sometimes I might keep it. I might just say, hey, that actually needs to be heard. You know, um, it's, 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 it's really off of reaction and, and lessons. And then on top of that, for me to be having my first album, and I know when you was uh, introducing me earlier, you was like 2008. Dang, that's a long time. And I was like, well, uh, that's another thing. I mean, when I first started, oh, it used to take me forever to write. It used to take me forever to write. I probably, you know, the, the dude would send me the beat. You know, it might be Mr. GP, send me the beat. Um, I sit there and, you know, I try and write on it during that moment. But, you know, back then being young, you know, I might write like two lines and then go play Madden or something. You know what I'm saying? So my mind wasn't so focused on, you know, writing. I knew I love music, but, you know, when you got, you know, the boys over or anything like that. So, um, definitely in this time writing now for me would definitely be because you know the world needs it the world needs to hear what I'm saying the world needs to know what's going on so I put more of an upstep to it um, most of the time when I write now I guess you know working two full time jobs I write in between jobs and um, you know just, just definitely when I'm at peace and then I try and take the everyday life experience that I go through. If it might be somebody mad at, you know, at a restaurant and they're cussing out each other and I can just see the lack of appreciation for just still being able to make it in the world. You know, I can go and write a song about that because it's more of just like they need to hear that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's like a, it's like it's like going to the doctor and he telling you you sick and you just asking him what medicine you need. You know, it's going to take him a few to go back there, talk to his higher doctor and come back with the prescription you need. But he's still going to give it to you. He ain't going to let you sit there out there and die. He ain't going to sit there and let you just waste your life. You know what I'm saying? He's going to try and help you. So I look at it that way. Like it's to me, it's immediate. It's like you got to get to it. Got to like if I got something in my head. Hey, I'm going to say, hey, ADQ got to go. <laughs> I got to go right, man. It's in my head, you know. I mean, I used to be. You gotta get it out, man. You gotta get it out. Like, okay, so you have, you have a background in musical theater, like I do. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, so when I say the name Lin Manuel Miranda, you will know who I'm talking about, right? Is that that ain't Shakespeare? Is it? Am I sure? If Shakespeare was a Puerto Rican rapper, yeah. Yeah, hold on. What you say? Say say the name one more time. Lin Manuel Miranda. Nah, I ain't deep. I ain't deep in the like like the the artists. I know like a few, but not a lot. You might you might can smoke me on that one. <laughs> I'm not going to smoke you. I'm going to challenge you. Okay. You. I want all y'all to hear this. Uh oh. Because <laughs> you do time in the theater, <laughs> you never you never lose your theaterness. That's true. Your theaterness play. Oh, what the heck? Your theaterness plays <laughs> out in the album, mm-hmm. in the skits, in the storylines of the songs. Um. So. You need to get back in the theater. ASAP. 
Oh man, you got you are you you must got a play written out for me then. We need to go ahead and do a play then. I'm writing stuff. I'm writing stuff. I'll keep you in. I'll keep you uh, in tune. Yeah, because you was talking about on Country Club Road, the church that you were talking about. Do you know New Philadelphia? Uh, New Philadelphia, Moravian. Yeah, I know it. That's where uh, I, I was in Gospel. Gospel. We did a Gospel play there. We went from Mineral Springs Middle School, and they said, "Yo, we need this in the church." We went from doing like a week performance at the school to doing like two plus weeks at the church. You wanna know so that's how good that's how good drama was for us. We did we did the drama. We did we did all that. You wanna know why I say that? What's that? We beseech thee here. <laughs> Day by hey. Hey, actually, hey, we Beach Steve was actually supposed to go to me. I was actually supposed to get that song, but I was so scared of my voice back then. Um, I, he told he was like the light shined on me. He was like, "Go ahead and go, man." I start, please forgive us for the, you know. I start like going with the lyrics and stuff, but it just wasn't coming out because I was trying to coordinate, trying to move, trying to get my voice right, and and it was just like, "Yo, you just it just ain't gonna ain't gonna work for you." So I, hey, I was fine with giving up, you know, during that time. You know, I just I just had that. I had it. I had the spot right there. I could have been singing. And, you know, I just I just I, I shook up. I got shook up, man. It is all right, man. It's all right. Yeah, I didn't believe it back then. It wasn't all right. It wasn't it wasn't all right back then. It was like, uh-uh, I can't do this. Uh-uh, you gotta get this to somebody else. You're still in your twenties. You still you still have time to return to the theater and restore your uh, your acoustic prominence. Mm. I like it. You might, yeah. you might wanna, we might need to put a like a Hamlet together, a Hamlet, a Hamlet play. I'll like I said, I keep you, I keep you posted on what I'm working on. Beowulf play a even create something just off the back of it just something with today's time do something like that you know it'll be dope well, i know see, you got, i know you got it i can see the passion is still in you but oh, yeah. i mentioned uh lin-manuel miranda because mm-hmm. he wrote uh in the heights and hamilton uh among uh, among other things you seen have you seen moana oh yeah i played that actually Two weeks ago, when I was uh, putting my mom's fireplace together with a drill, I was sitting in the middle of the floor watching it because that soundtrack was just beautiful. Yeah, he wrote all the music to the soundtrack. That's why I was so beautiful. I do the names. See, I know names. I just, it just don't hit me at certain times. <laughs> well, I brought him up when you were talking about writing because mm-hmm. he once shared a story about how he once went to a birthday, once he once went to the birthday party, a friend's birthday party. He was only there for a few minutes and said, I got to go because an idea came to him. And he, I think he wrote a song on Subway. Mm. Creative. Oh, when an idea hits you, man, you better write it down, make it plain, do what you got to do. I mean, sure. That's in Habakkuk for a reason. Write the vision, make it plain for that vision. It's worth a, it's for a future time, right? Mm -hmm. Man. So, so now let's go to brighter day, man. If you are like the, if you are not like the most positive rapper ever, you will be 
you'll be Mr. Raj's favorite rapper. <laughs> hey, I might be. I might be. Where did Brian Day come from as I turn on the heat in my apartment? Where did Brian Day come from? Brighter day, man. We all went outside before, man, and seen what's going on in the world now, man. It's no, it's no question. All we need is answers. <clears throat> but Brighter Day is the perfect answer. I think when I started Brighter Day, I definitely knew off gate that I said, I want this to be the number one track. I want this to be the last song on the album. I want this to be something that people can have hopes to. And actually, the person that actually sang on the song with me is none other than to Devontae Wells, D. Jerome. He's on YouTube. He was he played God in the Godspell uh, performance in, uh, back in middle school. So that's how close we was as drama family you know what i'm saying um and i think that day was one of the most remarkable days of my life man i sat there and i was like yo bro let me sing you this track and he ain't get the track till about this is well actually it's before the studio like like a few months before then i gave him the track he ain't play it to like a my lady because he ain't know he had it in there so as soon as he heard it he was like bro we can do something with this and I said, meet me at the studio. He came in there, went in there, and just sang it. The first take. And I was so hyped off of what he did. And then he was just so hyped off of what I did. We just both was just in there just like that. I just got 10 pounds of cheesecake in my doggone car for free. Like, you know what I'm saying? you just like, what? What? We did what? We got it. We got it. Dude, it was just such, such a good feeling. Even the, um, the, the, the studio recorder, he was in there. He started closing his eyes. He started just waving his head like that. I was like, you all right? He was like, yo, this is it. <laughs> and right now it's, it's being featured on Gospel Ground Radio. Um, I'm trying to get it, you know, to all the other stations right now. Excuse my light. I mean, excuse my uh, camera. But trying to get it to all the other stations right now. Um, but... I mean, I played this song towards other people, man. I met uh, a female I ain't seen in forever. And I played it for her. She was like, this you? And she was like, yeah. She was like, I was like, yeah. She was like, that sounds so great. Then Devante came on and started singing. This girl started crying. And we out here like a cookout. She just started crying, crying. She was like, all we could see was, she was like, play it back again. Just play it back. Just play it back again. So we played it back again. We was... We bumped that song so much, man. But Brighter Day basically just came from uh, the joy in my heart of knowing that I can do what I do. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I, I, I label myself as a Christian hip hop artist. So if I can, if I can put something positive in your mind, I'm gonna make sure I do it. It's not gonna be half stepping. It's not gonna be like you should be happy for today, but maybe not tomorrow. But in that song, I'm saying it's always going to be a brighter day. It's a deeper message for people that actually get what I'm saying in there. But for what I want people to hear now is just going to catch their ears. And it's going to mean that, you know, regardless of what we go through, all the, the battles that, you know, we, you know, we got caught up in. It's, it, it still has my life in there, too. 
because I still got to go back and graduate. So I said, I'm going to graduate with my cap and gown. I talked about uh, Moses when he departed the Red Sea. You know, people that didn't believe in him is it's, it, it had some to do with beliefs. And and uh, even at the beginning of the song, I said, this goes out to the faithful and the non-believers. So it don't matter who you are. You can always come back and just listen to this song and just feel a sense of positivity. And, um, you know, I appreciate you telling me, you know, I'm the most positive person. Some days I might not look like the positive person, but definitely when every time I play that song, you know, it, it, it makes my human body just leave and and actually see myself walking clear of all problems. So that's why I made that the last track on the album, you know, to 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 build it up from Strange City. That's why the first one was Strange City to a Brighter Day. You have to walk through a city. Every time when you want to go somewhere, you might have to travel through your city to get where you're going. You know, it's it's an A to B project. So it made me want to play that too. Zero three was the last song because you were saying, All right, guys, I'm out. Goodbye. Yeah, that's just for that was just for that moment. That was just just for that moment. And I and I was thinking that too. Thanks for putting that out there. I, I really wanted to change that, but I said, you know what? They gonna think it's over, but we got something more for them. I just keep on adding stuff, you know. And most people do that. Most people say, oh, it's done, okay, and then they they click it. But it's you know, real listeners will know. I don't think he's done yet. It's kind of like a Marvel film. You think that the the credit after the uh, when the credits hit, oh, we gonna leave the theater. Nah, you gotta sit there and wait. <laughs> you gotta sit there and wait for the after the credits. <laughs> Man, okay, so this has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about. But you mentioned Marvel. You mentioned Marvel, and it made me think of a conversation that I had with a coworker, right? Uh huh. So there's this kid in my class who loves who loves Marvel, who loves Spider Man, who loves Iron Man. Mm. And I said to him, he's four years old. Um, I said, um, so will Iron Man be in Avengers 5? Uh, yeah. And then, my, and then my coworker said, I don't think we should tell him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't break his heart. Please don't do it. Well, he's going to be looking for Iron Man. Uh, he's there in Avengers 5. Huh? I said he's gonna be looking for Iron Man. Oh, if he no, he definitely is. He gonna show up in the Iron Man shirt. He gonna show up in that the mask. He gonna have the gloves. Heck, he might even have the whole suit by then. But uh, personally, I keep telling people this, and I, and I believe it with my heart. Mm-hmm. Batman can be Iron Man. No matter what he pull out, like a Hulk buster, maybe? You really think he... Did, did you see what he did to the Hulk? I mean... So? The Hulk I is mean, just all out. Hey, hey I, now let me break it down to you like this. Break it down. And you might be you might, you might might be mad at me, but I don't care because I love you. Look, for one thing, DC, period, is not my favorite at all, period. It's like... More on the cinematic side, it's not. Now, if we go into you know the, the the shows like the little mini shows and the games and you know some comics, oh I, oh I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love a Shazam and Batman and 
And just like the villains was even more convincing to me on, on DC, you know, the Joker and, you know, uh, Mr. Frost and all that, you know, Penguin, you know, that stuff that I, I grew up loving. I was like, okay, that's dope. Before I really didn't like Batman, um, my favorite part about the whole actual character of Batman was when it was introduced into the movie, The uh, Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. That was like, you know, top notch. I can see how he was still challenged in a way to where, you know, I was like, he's just a human, you know what I'm saying? And the Joker was too, but the way he plays his cards and even in the, sh the cartoon shows too also, um, the way he plays his cards, you would see, you would ask like, how can he win against something so, you know, the threat might be so, so overtaken where you just say, no, this dude is about to die. You know, like like how we seen in the the Justice, well, not just Lee, Batman versus Superman. Like I was thinking, like this dude's about to die. Superman is about to kill him, but he still managed to to put him under in a way, and it works. And so when you look at stuff like that, it's kind of you know like Iron Man too. You know, he, he, you know Iron Man's the same way. He he fought against hand to hand with Thanos. You know what I'm saying? You might look at stuff like that where you'd be like, this dude is gonna die. Thanos gonna rip his darn armor off and murder him just right there. But he found a way to, you know, to battle against it. So yes, Batman is nice. He's a good, good character. Very good character. Very powerful in the mind. Has a has a what can I say? He has a mission on top of a mission. You know, if he got something to do with you, he's gonna find a way to overrun that. So that's that's cool. But he's not gonna be Iron Man. I'm sorry. Okay, let me tell you how he will beat Iron Man. I don't care how methodical you get about it. Here's how. So, <laughs> Iron Man. He says Iron Man is a genius. He built all those systems, all those gadgets and gadgets, but he can't fight. <laughs> he can't fight. You know what I'm saying, Jarvis? He can blast you though. He can blast you to Kingdom Come, but he can't fight. <laughs> Batman, Batman <laughs> being the methodical fighter that he is, who actually can fight, with number one, throw a Batwing right into that heart, right into Iron Man's heart. That'll take him out. All he <laughs> gotta do is put, <laughs> all he gotta do is shoot him down. Pow, 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 with all that Shoal Khan fighting. Yep, yep. It's over. Mm hmm. That's how Batman will beat Iron Man. And he do it without assistance. He do it without assistance. Iron Man always had Jarvis. Hey, Batman needed Robin. Yeah. Iron Man needed War Machine. Yeah. Um, War Machine was actually, War Machine's actually militarily trained. Yeah, that's true. War Machine could fight better than Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I agree with that. I think he could. I think you he see could. The, you see Iron Man fight. He can't fight. Yeah. He always had help. Like, even in the, uh, I watched the third movie last week. And because I was like, I just can't believe how terrible it was. But I was like, let me watch it again. And they were supposed to portray the Mandarin as something real. And I was so convinced. And then when he turned out to be some drunk guy on, on the couch watching soccer, I was like, that is terrible. Why would you do that? All my hope was up. So, and you know, even how he ended the, you know, ended the uh killing, you know, by getting the heat, you know, sensor from Jarvis to get on, you know, his body and blow him up. 
he still didn't fight him. He still didn't swing. Like he swung a couple of times, but he was still getting his butt kicked. He kept on jumping off ledges. He said, okay, you coming at me? Okay, jump off this ledge, jump off that ledge. It wasn't no straight, I'm about to kick your behind and we about to duke it out and see who wins. So yeah, I understand that, but his technology advances is crazy. So I just feel like he got something for, you know, Batman. He might have just something so deep that Batman would just be like, oh, I didn't think of that. It's over, too late. Can't think oh, about Batman it. Oh, very, Batman's very smart. He will think of it. Yeah, that's true. That dude is smart. That dude is smart. <laughs> They're both smart. Yeah, I like the I like the off topic. That's dope because I'm I'm a big Marvel fan. I actually been watching WandaVision, so I've been on that. You've been watching what? WandaVision. Look, you already know. You already know. I don't know what it is, but has um has uh the whole Falcon and uh Winter Soldier uh series has that has that premiered yet? No, nah, they actually dropped the promo for it today. I just watched it before I actually clicked on the video. <laughs> I have been waiting for that freaking series ever since the end of Avengers 4. Okay, but you got to watch WandaVision first. It's still leading up to it. Man, boom, WandaVision. I, I, watched, <laughs> I, I watched Captain America, old Captain America, give the shield, give the shield to Falcon. <laughs> I watched that touching moment that they had. With the music playing. I know you shared a tear. Oh, good. I, you tag on ride, dude. Yeah, it was dope. I, dude, I've been on a binge lately. I've been watching all that just to refresh my mind to make sure I ain't losing nothing. I'm, I'm still in it. Uh, shoot, I'm still in it. No superhero movie has made me cry as much as that on Avengers 4. When Black Willow died, that gone, man. Yeah, when man. Everybody love a little Scarlett Johansson, man. Oh yes, they're supposed to be dropping that film, but COVID just got everybody tripping, man. They said, "I'm sorry, that that film won't suck. It's gonna suck." (laughs) I've seen the previews of it. It does not look interesting at all. Until they add Iron Man or something to it, you gonna be like, "Oh snap, they got Iron Man in there." What? It's gonna be dope. I don't care what it is, as long as it. I feel like I like Marvel because. Regardless, because my my worst movies will probably be Iron Man three and um, dang, that's pretty. Iron Man good. three was more. Iron Man three came out to me as like, okay, we said it's gonna be a trilogy. This has to be a trilogy. Let's just get this out the way. It was garbage. It it just didn't go nowhere. It didn't need to be added. It was already straight. It was uh, it was already straight. And people said Thor, uh, the Dark World was terrible. I actually liked that. I actually loved it. They said it was bad. I want to put it on my bad list, but I can't. I can't do it. I tell you my favorite part. Uh, I tell you my favorite part of um, Avengers Four, right? Everything. Uh-huh. Well, one of my top favorite parts, right? Uh huh. I know what you probably, um, you probably already know what it is. So it was a packed theater that I was watching it in, right? Yep. <laughs> IMAX. Now, mind you, mind you, it's just complete silence. Only music playing when this happens. Yep, I already know. When the sun is, when the sun comes up. Yep, on the left. Black, Black Panther, Okoye, <laughs> and Dagon Shuri. The 
theater erupted in went in crazy. The yes, went crazy. The applause was not in the movie. They just walking out saying, "What up? What up?" Yeah. <laughs> it was like, "Oh, forever!" <laughs> Hey, my dad looked over at me because he don't he don't go out to theaters and he don't even get into the movies like that. But he the first he watched the first event, then he watched Black Panther, and he was like, like he he don't he don't even know about Ant Man all that kind of stuff, the Hulk and Captain America all that. But he looked over doing that part and he was like, he tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, hey, that's that's Black Panther, ain't it? I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> like, he was just so excited to see him. Like, the dude was quiet the whole time. He probably fell asleep a couple times, but he stayed up, you know, when that, that final battle hit. And he, he really loved the movie, man, especially the Black Panther movie. I mean, it was so deep. It so, uh, you know, showing the, the ancestors and, you know, the stuff that they, they cultural, you know, beliefs and everything. I mean, it was deep, man. It was deep. So I got two. So I got two questions for you. I got two questions for you. Um, number one, number one. Well, one one of them is actually actually a statement. Mm-hmm. Number one, I know that there are people who separate, you know, Africans, you know, Native Africans mm-hmm. from us, you know, uh, black people in America, right? Mm-hmm. Me, my mindset, you know, when I um, look at this flag right here, mm. to me, we are all one in the same. We are all one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, brothers and sisters over, over, over in the mother continent, brothers and sisters in Cuba, Asia, wherever, we all one. We all brothers and sisters. We is, we is. We all brothers and sisters. Oh yeah. That's the beauty of it. People gotta start realizing that. But people don't want to. People are being separated by the negativity. I mean, that's so easy to be separated. I mean, it's so easy to be separated now. And that's the same part. And I felt I felt that brotherhood from I felt, you know, I felt kind of like I felt myself connecting to I felt myself find appreciation for that brotherhood while watching Black Panther but then I thought, hold up wait a minute, I can't let my consciousness come from a freaking comic book movie yeah, yeah, yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna pick up a book yeah it's true I think that put I think that movie put on Marvel in a whole different light, I mean if you you was there I'm pretty sure you went to the theaters. You seen people come in with they with they clothes, flags, everything. And I was like, why don't we always do this? Why don't we always have our minds state like that where we all come together as a group and have a good time? I mean, I do. It took me about three weeks to see the movie. As soon as it hit, I tried to get my tickets early. It just didn't work. But I showed up to the theater all the time. Y'all have Black Panther tickets? No, already sold out, already sold out, already sold out. Then I look around, see all the beautiful colors, and I was like, we in Africa? Are we in Nigeria or something? Like, what is going on? I just still went. I, I, I did have a Black Panther shirt, so I wore that. So. But I bought that from like a little hood joint on the side of town. It was dope. It's the only one I seen. So, 
It got hey, blue joints, black on business. So do your thing, man. Yeah, you know and it. And I'll and I'll say, man, it should be like that all the time. It should, but not and, coming from a comic. I feel that not coming from just a movie. Not coming from a movie, a comic book movie that people probably never even heard of until it hit, like Guardians of the Galaxy. They ain't know who Guardians was till it hit. I didn't know we was gonna get a talking tree, but when they hit, it was like, oh yeah, what's space like? Oh, that's dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It got talking trees, space. Oh, this is dope. You know what I'm saying? People don't even think that people didn't like people don't even think like that. You know what I'm saying? That's also. Also, I just want to say too. I want to say too. You you talking about uh, the, the the trouble that you had going to see Black Panther during this uh, initial run, during this opening run? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm up four times. Uh, yeah. All right. It was good talking to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Shout out to Andy. <laughs> okay. Cool. I went on opening night. I went another night just to see it again. Um, I went for my mom once because I knew she wanted to see it. Um, wow. And then I went again. Did, did you do all in the same viewing? IMAX? Did you do IMAX or did you just do one IMAX then some regular? I never went to IMAX. Alright, so you can't talk. IMAX is top notch. The best. IMAX 3D. You gotta do it. I remember that whenever movie theaters open back up and I start going back. Well, you can you can rent out a movie theater for ninety nine dollars. <laughs> you can do that. That's gonna be the move. That's gonna be the, that's gonna that's gonna be the move because yeah. that's how uh, that's how uh, do dang. We should do that, that baby. We should do that, we should do that. Rent out the movie theater for Black Widow so I can get there and show you why you're going to like it. You are going to like it. <laughs> I'm renting out the theater for... I'm renting out a theater for a project that I'm putting together. I mean, oh, that's that. Rudy... Rudy Moore. Rudy Ray Moore. Okay. We can Mike, that's what he did. That's how he got himself on. Yeah. We can do that. Hey, we can wait. We can still watch the movie though. We can watch the movie and then the screen come up at the end and then we can, you know, we can put on our show. We'll see about that. Now, now tell me this real quick as we start mm-hmm. to wrap this up. Um, tell me this real quick. How much of your outside interest, your how much of your interest outside music play into your artistry as a as a music artist? Mm. How much does your Marvel knowledge play into your bars? Hmm. I'm gonna say this. I think um, definitely, definitely come into the music side and then the movie side. It's all still in a way to me drama because drama is music, is 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 acting, is improvisation, is it's um. It's just the little things, you know what I'm saying, that can really make you, you know, come up with some of the, you know, craziest projects you ever did. Um, I guess also when, you know, like if you hear the album now, you see some of the skits and stuff, then some of those acting skills I picked up from from watching great movies, definitely great Marvel movies. But um, one thing I always believed in was 
always having a fight for the problem. And you know, not only just Marvel movies, it could be it could be simple stuff. It could be a Denzel movie, the Equalizer. You it can be anything like that. You know, seeing great actors like that and then also wanting to believe that you can change the world, that you can change a certain situation. I carry that over into the music because when I when I write, I always just want to put something out there that people are gonna say, wow, that's deep. That's something that I can can follow with. That's something that I can believe in. Um, actually, and I keep on saying last night, but we talked a whole lot last night, man. Me and my mom and my sister, man, we sat there and uh, my mom is not a big Marvel fan. My sister wasn't during the time. We went, I remember when the first Avengers movie came out, I went, bought tickets for them. We went to the theater. Um, my mom looked at the screen, seeing the alien come out or, you know, some demonic figure. She was like, I don't like that. That's terrible. What is this? She leaves. She leaves the theater. She said, I'm going to be out in the car. My sister sits there. She falls asleep and she's snoring. She drops the popcorn. I'm the only one sitting up here with a whole bunch of other people watching this movie. And, you know, it's more of like me just saying like, dang, they, they just, they're not ready for it. They're not ready for like what's about to happen because their excitement is not at my level. It's not at that level where they can say, wow, these people really got a whole set of good actors, the good, good people that, you know, fighting for one thing is to save the world. So I looked at that moment as something in my life. I was like, look, they might have not heard me back then, but when I put this album together, they going to hear it. It's something that they going to say, wow, like, you know, this dude really has something to say. It's something deeper than than you know what we thought it was you know because growing up as a kid i never i never used to think that i was listened to a lot i got overlooked on certain things it can be like a group of people saying hey like maybe we should maybe we should put this here and then this will happen and then i might come in with that little idea of saying well maybe if you do this you know people just be like you know i felt like i was the one that people say man shut up you know like you don't know what you're talking about like get out of here and then later on, they'll probably say, wow, this dude was actually right. That was actually a great idea. I mean, I had like trauma over that. I used to run off and cry and just felt so unheard. So movies gave me that step. Acting gave me that that step, that push. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, when stuff started folding over for me, like being in the play, my parents showed up, my sister and them showed up. They watched me. They said, Dre, this is something that you can do. This is great. Stayed in drama for a minute. Then, like I said, start getting to music with my cousin. Start, you know, having that 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 vision. And then when it hit me, I said, now that I got everybody's attention, now that I'm, let's say, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, now that I'm like $14 billion movies in, you know, now, now you can say something. Now, now you can say hey, you might not like Marvel, but hey, they making millions of dollars, billions of dollars. Y'all might not listen to me back in the day, but hey, I got an album out right now called Strange City. And y'all gonna hear it. Y'all gonna hear it. Y'all gonna love it. Y'all gonna actually hear and understand everything that I'm saying in it. And it's gonna touch you right there in your heart, regardless if you like it or not. <laughs> so, and it's not, like you said earlier, it's not overpowering. It's not coming to somebody and say, you know, you're gonna be condemned to hell you're gonna be 
you know, burning, you gonna, you know, that's something you gotta learn on your own. But first you gotta make it through the strange city first. So bam. Um <clears throat> I also want to throw I also want to throw out there that mm-hmm. while you're stunting and you have every right to Briar Day has 185 views on YouTube. Strange City, the song Strange City has 59 views. Mm-hmm. Black America, 28 views. Uh, Deer's mm-hmm. 31. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, and hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, hold on, one, one last thing. You got 28 subscribers right now, and those numbers are about to go up and far up. So, yo, I know what it's like. I know it's like to be looked over and stuff, but it's us underdogs who have to hit the hardest mm-hmm. and make our voice the loudest. Amen. That's true. And I can see that your acting career is not over. I, I put I put I put it like this. I put it like this. Every single major narrative out there, book, comic book movie play whatever mm-hmm. share this with me it's about a guy being stuck deep down in a ditch and and using a rope to climb out of that ditch mm-hmm. and the entire time that he is climbing we are glued on to see whether he is going to keep trying to get out or give yeah. up if he's going to if he's going to get mad about it and just pout about it or if he is going to use all the determination in the world to get up out of it strange city to me is that you are that guy um trying to climb out of the hole of negativity the whole of COVID, the whole of two full-time jobs and trying to pursue a career in the arts Mm -hmm. and pushing and once you, and we're all watching, and we're all watching you. And personally with Strange City, I think that will, I think that you have started one heck of a climb. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Where can people hear this climb, man? Before I tell you about that, I'm going to tell you this. I feel like, yes, climbing out that hole to to overcome the negativity and the the COVID and the problems and the the fights that we fight today. Because why would I come out just to bury myself again? You know, it don't make sense. You know, that's I could have stayed in the ground for that, you know. So this stuff has to be heard. And therefore, you can hear it on YouTube. Follow me on Dre Trinity at YouTube. Who is Dre Trinity on Instagram? Dre, who is Dre Trinity on Facebook? Follow the Usher Boy Unit page on Facebook. I got merch and everything that's out. If you want cups with Usher Boy Unit on it, shirts, um, hats, masks, you know, let me know. I'm actually got, I'm working on a website right now to come up so you can order it from YouTube and all that. I'm still in the works on that. Um, definitely uh, Spotify, Apple, Deezer, TikTok. Um, 
it's out, man. Strange City is out. And I want people, I want it to keep on spreading to people so they know that, you know, the sun will shine again. Because a lot of people in these times don't believe in that. A lot of people don't want to even hear it. A lot of people say, man, go on with that. That's how it is. People will deny it. People will deny God. And not only God, they will deny the truth of what's being put forth in, in the world now. As far as governments, as far as your health, as far as your your, your visions, you know, people don't even believe in working together no more. Everybody is doing their own thing. Everybody want to be selfish. I'm ready to connect. I'm ready to connect to anybody and, you know, tell them. So definitely, you know, shout out to ADQ, man, for having me on here because I remember just being on here the first time, um, you know, and I love my cousin, man. You know, I just felt like I needed this time with you alone. You know what I'm saying? Me and you, so I can tell you what, this project is all about who I am and and I just thank you for giving me that platform man this is a dope platform you have by the way um I've been watching some of your videos man you know I've seen some of your videos with you know on YouTube I seen you do comedy you do you know podcasts you do um um you do you sing I think you singing the Disney joint you know all the other you know the live performances like the drama like this is you 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 don't want the type of the people that will actually make me feel happy in a a very uncomfortable you know situation or area. I can just pull out my phone and play ADQ this, and I'm just like you feel surrounded by love and appreciation. You know you can actually drown that out. You can drown out the hate with just the stuff then the, the stuff that you do and put forth with other people. So definitely keep on striving, brother. This is dope. I love it. Appreciate yes, that. You know Appreciate that. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Don't be playing Deer Three over there. <laughs> Don't be what? No, actually, yeah, I do play. <laughs> no, oh, Deer Three. Yeah. See, you don't say it now. You don't say it now. You and Dad gonna say it now. Well, hold on. Hold on. Before you, nah, you gotta play Brighter Day. You that gotta be the outro song. Brighter Day gotta be it. So yeah, Brighter Day. Well, um. Well, before we go, before we go, now that you have, before we go, now that you have said how can people contact you, here's how people can contact me. Number one, I am on StreamYard now. Number two, um, watch Sips and Scripts tomorrow. The link is in the description. The uh, the the Immaculate Mind of Mr. Aboye will be premiere tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. support ADQ ends playwright endeavors. Y'all can email me at adq 4 christ at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Dion guy 85 on Instagram. Um, you see my YouTube channel. Subscribe, 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 subscribe. You're gonna get on that thousand mark that you said you want to get before this year end. A thousand. In Jesus' name. Hey man, it's coming, um, bro. I'm Avenue ADQ underscore 85. On Twitter, you see my name uh, on Facebook, Adrian Dion Quarles, my, you know, government name. So, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, please do me a favor. Please, 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 please do not call uh, the CIA on me. Please don't call the CIA on me. Right. <laughs> yes, sir. I don't know if I told you the, this the first time you came, but in case you didn't know, for all you do, for all you about to de-strangerify Winston-Salem, 
where all the art that you put out there, you, sir, are a value, um, loved, um, necessary member of the Renaissance. Our people are better because of you, sir. Thank you, man. Salute. Definitely salute, man. Now, as we bring this conversation to an end, you know, it may be snowy outside. It may be dreary outside. Grammarly does more. Man, these ads, man. They gonna advertise they soap, they body wash, they gonna advertise on it. There we go. Uh. Yes, Man, this should be playing church, yo. <laughs> it's actually gonna be playing in church. Yes, sir. Oh, Morning to the faithful and the non-believers. This is your speaker. Hello, degree is nice to meet you. I'm not a preacher, but still behold the light to seek you. Follow the leader. I'm trying to show you to your teacher. The one who made the land and sea, especially all the creatures. The stress reliever. page i got the whole link tree in there for you hit me up in the inbox i can get one printed out to you and ship to you it don't matter if you want the strange city today you will have it if you believe that it's coming to you it's gonna come to you definitely believe that yes sir and if you believe that i can uh figure out ways to handle my locks i'm gonna figure out the handle figure out a way to handle my locks <laughs> 
Handle those, player. Handle those. <laughs> I'm working on it. Don't let Dre. them lock you up. Don't let them lock you up now. Dre, Trey, great, great chatting with you. Great chopping up with you. Um, can't wait to see Batman beat up Iron Man. Great yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and skip all that. Sometimes you listen to people, sometimes you don't. I ain't gonna listen to that noise. Watch WandaVision. Watch WandaVision. You're gonna love that. You're gonna say, Ooh, this is this is it. It's the start of phase four, player. Phase four. Don't be late. Don't miss but before it. and after you watch WandaVision, check out Strange City. Amen, brother. This has been ADQ. This brother wearing that. Wearing that uh, hoodie of a champion of the champions who should be the champions one day. Uh, the Carolina East <laughs> Dre Trinity. This is yeah. ADQ Trends. Thank you for watching. Peace. Thanks, man. Love you, bro. Love you too, man. All right. One. Peace. Yes, sir. To the faithful and the non-believers This is your speaker Hello D3, it's nice to meet you I'm not a preacher But still we'll hold the light to seek you Follow the leader I'm trying to show you to your teacher The one who made the land to see Especially all the creatures The stress reliever Get right with Jesus, tie your sneakers I know you're tired Cause the world done revealed your weakness Nobody up in the bleachers Acting like they see you Sunshine, it never missed us Don't pull your fist up In front of the fam nor the system We got to listen Control the lifestyle we live in yeah, I know it's I know different, it but you was made for a specific reason Region to region, African or Indonesian I know a chick from Philly, but a little Polynesian We all bleed the same, we just come with different seasoning Get the devil out my bag, let's get even, Stephen, best believing And get you down No matter what the situation is Or who you been around Especially when you already know Who holds the crown Strange city, man You seen the circus You can spot the clowns I'm planting all my seeds Into the fertile ground I'm headed back to school Graduating with my cap and gown A lovely sound When you working on your vision now Added all my problems So I'm working on division now Split like the red See the same thing He did for Moses Always feel like we wrong But we the ones chosen Got to the other side of tragedy The sun's golden I put the pen to paper, made an album, heart is growing The power stands the great I am, you gotta take his hand Get up out the city and just make it to the promised land It's not a story, it's a warning, just to say my friend Behold and get your house in order, cause I know the sun will shine again Coming up in this cold, cold world It gets a little hard To think the sun will shine again